All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gumball Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me today, none other than my co-host, Coach Nick. Yes, sir. Coach Nick, you look like you just woke late, up. Late night, early morning. Really? But we, hot, hot dates? No, victory number two, two and all in the season. And we always sit around afterwards and around the fire, have a couple pops and kind of discussed the game that was and but last night ran a little long Long. longer than normal so we're good we got coffee those who are all right soon as soon as you said soon as you said victory after i asked about hot dates i I, I thought i I thought this conversation was about a terrible (laughs) direction x-rated version Mm. oh man all right, so we got our coffee, we got our cell phones, we got blue skies and warm weather here in southern Ontario. I'm looking forward to getting out there onto the firing lines. Uh, Going to be heading up to the Hamilton Gun Club for those of you that beautiful, yeah, for those of you that haven't discovered the Hamilton Gun Club yet, ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you that it is some of the most beautifully kept grounds. Uh, some wonderful people up there. They are tactical, shotgun friendly. So for all you <laughs> young guys out there. Uh, you may get a, a few sideways looks from some of the older members, but they are uh, tactical shotgun friendly. If you want to shoot trap, skeet, five stand, sporting clay, uh, they got it all. And uh, they have a beautiful, beautiful premise there for people to enjoy. Uh, I do believe that they're still offering prorated memberships uh, at a reduced rate for the balance of the year. If you want to just try it out for like about 60 bucks, I think you can do that. For the uh, remainder of the uh, shooting season, I would highly recommend getting up there. It's uh, just a couple of turns off the link, and uh, it's uh, realistically one of the best places I've been to yet. If you're a shotgun fan, that that's where you need to be. I mean, it's it's up on the escarpment. It's a beautiful location and and very very friendly people. Yeah, yeah. I think I think let's see what is it again. It's one nine zero five six nine two four two two four. If you want to give them a call, talk to Sabina, the lovely Sabina. Hopefully well, that's right. You right. remember that correctly? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got it right. If, if if somebody else picks up the phone though, and her name isn't Sabina, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. Right, and if I've directed you to some kind of you know. A hotline that you shouldn't go to. I apologize, too. It is early. Anyway. Yes. Mm. Let's get right to it. Okay, you saw the announcement just like I did, Coach Nick. Well, I was actually at work Yeah. Well, during the normal 9 to 5 hours. But, yes, I did on break. I was kind of catching up on social media. I'm like, what is all this kerfuffle? Well, it's that thing you call work anyway. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Coach Nick is a elementary school teacher. In addition to being a gun lover, and uh, we tease him endlessly about yeah. the subject. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know, can't can't let you get away with it, buddy. No, and you never do. <laughs> I never do. All right, so you saw the announcement, Justin Trudeau. For the people that weren't paying attention, uh, I can't imagine anybody listening to these podcasts wouldn't know by now. But Justin Trudeau got up to the podium, and of course, way ahead of schedule, decided that he was going to make an announcement that they're going to ban assault rifles and yep. take these weapons out of circulation because society shouldn't have them have them in, uh, in the words of Bill Blair who is the uh, liberal mouthpiece right what a oh, say, it. say it he's a horrible disappointment I'm going to go with the family friendly version wow. of what I'm going to say he is a horrible, horrible disappointment, disappointment. He, he can do he better should, than that he should be ashamed of himself for lying to the people in an effort to uh, further his political future which is looking pretty dim if you ask me I quite quite honestly don't believe for one second that the Canadian population isn't waking up to the idea that Justin Trudeau's government has been a complete and utter failure 
uh, on so many levels that don't relate to firearms. And I always tell people, you know, if you get into a conversation regarding the future of this country, it should involve the uh, Justin Trudeau liberal government and how we cannot allow them to have another term. And, and I think it, the, the the word lie is not um, a word that was used to try to dramatize it or, 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 or sensationalize it because they were out and out lies. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just ridiculous trying to say that that, that I think most of the uh, the gun deaths in Canada come are attributed to farmers and, and hunters. Like mm. are, are they including uh, including the game that they hunt in that? Like, like come on. Okay, well hold on. We're, you know, I want I want to come to that. Uh, let's lay down the groundwork first. All right, for people for the people that are just tuning in. And I think this is really important. Justin Trudeau got up there and he said that they're going to ban assault weapons. They're going to work with municipalities in an effort to uh, reduce gun crime and uh, restrict further uh, handguns in uh, private hands. And of course, he spent half the time he was at the podium. Uh, taking pot shots at the conservative government and painting them up to be the people that would uh, make Canada unsafe by rolling back laws and saying things like they want you to have the ability to buy a gun without ever having to produce a license. Like what an out and out lie. Like, I mean, they're really, really amping up. And of course, this is all hot on the heels of the blackface scam. Well, how convenient an announcement right on the face of three... three uh, glaringly blatant examples of racism from the country's leader. You know, and, and for all the people out there that are willing to defend that, first of all, I would tell you that if it was a conservative leader that was doing it, you probably would have a different opinion. Uh, one. Two, uh, the fact that it's blackface, you know, that's horrible. Uh, you know, there, there definitely are some... Uh, racial connotations that are connected to that, that are very negative. Uh, certainly it was used to promote stereotypes and to keep people down uh, once upon a time. If you do decide that you want to subscribe to the idea that people uh, you know, shouldn't be ashamed of things that were happening you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I disagree. Uh, you know, this, this leadership, Justin Trudeau, got up there with the dumbest of excuses by saying, you know, he's the white privilege actually creates a blind spot. I mean, what a horrible explanation uh, for your your bad behavior. He never accepts responsibility for anything. Well, it's kind of funny the fact that, uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier and have in the past, that, that the liberals for the last year have done nothing but um, accuse people who, who disagree with them or come up with um, a counter-argument with, with solid stats that, that just blows any philosophy or argument they have out of the water and label them a racist. Yeah. All of a sudden now, after three occurrences in under a week, they're turning, this isn't, they're, they're turning a blind eye to it now? They're oh. excusing this? No, no, that's, that's, like, come on. that's the signature move of the, uh, the long, long-lived uh, liberal supporters. They are willing to turn a blind eye to anything. They are willing to look past uh, any transgressions by this government and fail. Like I, mean, I love it when they say things like, "Well, yeah, oh, he's been in front of you know he's been in front of the ethics commission, but dude, so was Harper." Well, you, you know what, Harper Harper's uh, transgressions. I mean, let's talk about the conservative, the previous conservative government. They they were firing people over fifteen dollar glasses of orange juice, and that was at the demand of Justin Trudeau. Fifteen dollar glass of orange juice charged to the public, and they thought that was worth resigning over. Well, you know now you've got Justin Trudeau, who's appeared in front of the Ethics Commission. I don't know how many times they've stopped the Ethics Commissioner from actually delivering findings to committee, which is actually, in my opinion, like ridiculous. Found guilty twice. Found guilty twice, and then they won't they won't let the Ethics Commissioner speak. 
I mean, he's the ethics commissioner for crying out loud. On top of blocking the the investigation from the RCMP. Yeah. yeah well, you know, like, you know I, I know. Well, you know, I don't. I don't think people realize how close we are currently to living in a, a quiet, a, what I call a quiet dictatorship. I mean, when you've got a government that does whatever they want and they're not listening to the people and there's no accountability, no oversight, they're blocking investigations using their majority vote to ensure that the public isn't made aware of it and that nobody's held accountable for the things that they do. They they could sit there and say, you know, well, we've you know got the ethics commissioner's findings, we've taken our lumps, and yeah, well, a five hundred dollar fine doesn't quite cut it when you're, uh, you know, ruining the country uh, with this kind of behavior, and and of course the blackface is just one thing in a, in a long you know laundry list of you know transgressions by this government that aren't criminal in nature, but certainly the kind of thing that Justin Trudeau would just be lambasting people over. I mean, it's it's that's that's realistically that's why I get upset is because I know that if the tables were turned and the shoe was on the other foot, that Justin Trudeau and his pack of cronies would be crying for someone to be strung up from yeah. the rafters. When and the reality is, is everybody that defends them that says, well, you know, it's not really racism. Well, it wouldn't be so insulting and hurtful and injurious if this government didn't spend so much time criticizing their opponents uh, over every last detail. But the moment there are, there's clear evidence of people stepping out of line, they start making excuses for them. And that's really, really a tough pill to swallow when you've watched so much corruption from this government. Well, the thing that kind of pisses me off is is, is the fact that I understand it, whether you're, you're liberal, NDP, conservative, doesn't matter. You, you, you you, you fly the colors that you want to fly for your per, your personal reasons. You're entitled to those, of course, right? But they're, they're always, and, not, and again, no matter what flag you fly, they're all, it always comes to a point where there's a cutoff point. You kind of got to start scratching your temple and going, okay, hey, wait a minute here, right? But it just seems that, that in, in terms of what what the leadership of your party is doing, you, you always have to question that. And it, and it just seems that these people, I shouldn't say these people, that's not fair, but you people, people, the, you these people. people, these people, the people that, that support the liberals are just lemmings. Yeah. Like, that they're not questioning anything. And that is so, regard, again, again, regardless of what party it is, that is so blatantly dangerous yeah. to blindly follow without questioning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that, that is, there is, there's yeah. an inherent danger in that. Oh, I, I don't think people realize the direction we're taking. Certainly, I, I've listened to some very intelligent people speak on the subject. The direction we're taking is, in fact, folks, a very dangerous one. I spent 20 years keeping people out of trouble and certainly keeping people <laughs> safe. And I can tell Barton you right Sherman, now. you were keeping people you know, out of trouble. Well, you know, it, it, was, it was challenging at times in the, whole in the big city of Hamilton. But, yeah. I, but I can tell you this. Uh, I spent 20 years of my life, and I, I was a decorated police officer, keeping people out of harm's way and seeing trouble coming. I see massive problems with the way this government's conducting itself. I see massive problems with the behavior that's being exhibited by its leadership. I think that uh, you got the bulk of their upper-level staff resigning in the wake of the SNC-Lavalin affair, and then them bringing back... You know, guys like Gerald Butts. I mean, he probably took a severance pay. Your tax dollars took a severance pay, and now he's probably been hired back on as a consultant. Again, he's being paid more of our tax dollars. I guarantee you that he's not doing it for free, folks. I mean, this no. government, had, there's no end to the level of corruption exhibited by this liberal government. And back back to where we started, because I really do want to get back to this point. Uh, Justin Trudeau, I'm told on Good Word, cleared his schedule uh, it, with, with the blackface scandal, uh, pressing him hard. Uh, he decided to step up his uh, itinerary and appear at the Danforth. You can't can't allow you know uh, a good moment like that to be 
um, not be capitalized on, I should say. No and, coincidence where he made right? that announcement. Oh, yeah. He, ma- he makes the announcement in a place that he can have the greatest emotional impact. The signature move of this liberal government is they try and move people with emotions. Tie everything to facts. emotion. Yeah. And so, so he decides to clear off his schedule, make that announcement in an effort, in my opinion, to distract from all the negative press he's getting. That's all it was. Yeah. I love I love that everywhere he goes, he's getting booed. Hats off to Saskatchewan. You guys rock. They I crushed him. They, they crushed him. You know what? That I loved that they were booing him and swearing at him. And not that I encourage people to use foul language, but you know what, though? It does properly express, I'm sure, the frustration many Canadians feel. And at some point, you know, you are going to uh, have to cut loose a little bit yeah. and really speak your mind. And yeah. some, people, some people would argue that uh, profanity might be a sign of intelligence. I don't know. Th- those people were angry. And I think that if that's the case, then I have about 14 PhDs because I swear like a flipping trucker. Mm. Not on here, of course. Not on here, of course. Well, we try, we try to keep it family friendly. It's not always easy, folks. But so he stepped up his itinerary and he got he got himself on stage and he dropped that they're going to be, you know, banning banning weapons in an effort to try and reduce crime, which of course is an absolute farce. And anybody that's listening needs to know. That if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, statistically it's been proven, and uh, quite honestly, I think everybody who's in the firearm community knows that they are not, in fact, any part whatsoever of the problem uh, of violence involving firearms here in Canada. Uh, They continue to make uh, comparisons with the USA and or draw from examples that stem from the USA in an effort to garner support. The truth is, is guys like Billy Blair have nothing else to go on because the firearm community is absolutely uh, 100% not involved in... In, in the kinds of crimes that they're trying to paint us up to be involved in. Well, I mean, he, Billy Blair's now painting himself as, as, as an absolute hypocrite mm-hmm. and a farce. And, and for, for the simple reason that he held one of the highest offices of policing within Canada, which is to protect the public. Mm-hmm. So how are you protecting the public by not addressing the people committing the crime? So, Bill, like, you, you, you've got no leg to stand on, bud. Like, whatever comes out of your, out of your mouth is verbal diarrhea. Yeah. You know, I, I, hate to, I hate to admit it, but once upon a time, Billy Blair, I'm sure, was a good police officer, but now he's just a political puppet. And he's, oh, yeah. And he's saying, he's saying whatever they want him to say in hopes of furthering his political career. I truly do believe that. And and there's no evidence to support that gun owners, legal gun owners, are any part uh, or any way involved in criminal activity on an ongoing basis uh, to any degree. Uh, the real problem stems from smuggling firearms and certainly uh, you know, gangland use of these types of firearms and organized crime use of these firearms has nothing to do with the legal firearm community. And yet they continue to press us like we are in fact part of the problem and they present to the public that they're doing something about the violence on the streets, which which in fact, I think they're doing less than nothing. They're drawing police resources away from the areas where they could be doing more good. And I think that it's really important to note that if uh, if we're not devoting those resources, you know, hiring more police officers, putting more boots to the ground, yeah, boots on the street, and 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 bringing back, and I don't care what anybody says, uh, you can call me a totalitarian type if you want. Carding is a necessary component of, of preventing gun gun related violent gang crime. And for everybody out there that thinks that it's uh, some kind of you know SS stormtrooper. 
super, you know, Mother Listen, Russia, Soviet Union, producer documents, you know. Carding of, applies to everybody, not certain individuals. It applies to everybody. Yeah, but they don't. But they don't pick on people that are just wandering around the road. Like I mean, they grab onto known gang members that are known to be violent, that are known to carry firearms, and that's what stops them from carrying these guns and shaking those guys down on an ongoing basis and, and keeping them in the bucket when they do get caught carrying firearms. That's what prevents gun crime. That's what that's what has a real impact. You know, throwing people in jail and tossing away the key, that has an impact. All the things that Justin uh, Justin Trudeau is not addressing. You know, they wanna they wanna impact, as far as I'm concerned, they want to have an impact on the legitimate firearm community in an effort to try and appease a public that is demanding that something get done. I talked about this years ago. Very small percentage of the public, a single digit pop percentage yeah. of the population. Yeah. And, but of course, they're, you know, they're pandering, they're pandering to that subgroup and they are doing their best to That's appear. Liberals. That's all they've been doing is pandering. Yep. Appear to be doing something when in fact they are not. And I'm going to say it again. I'm going to go on record right now as saying that bans fuel the black market. Uh, anybody that votes liberal who thinks that they're doing something about gun crime, you're actually doing the total opposite. I spent 20 years in policing. Uh, again, you know, I, I was showered with commendations over the course of my career, and, and I don't bring that up uh, for any other reason than to, to clearly illustrate that I have always had uh, the public's interest in mind when I, I was performing that role and functioning in that capacity. And I can tell you right now that doing the exact opposite of keeping the public safe by, by instituting bans, what you will be doing is you will be fueling the black market. Uh, there are many people out there, many, many people that feel uh, slighted by this government, that feel targeted by this government, more than marginalized, victimized by this government. And, and if they can't get uh, fair market value for their guns, or if they're just going to have to turn guns in and never see their true value. Who knows what's going to happen? Because I really do believe that guns are going to end up in the wrong hands as a result of these bans. I like the idea of good people having guns. I like the idea of police having guns. I know for a fact Right? There's a lot of people out there that would qualify the same way police officers do uh, and, and, and are not just because of the way the system is set up uh, to have firearms in their possession. They're, they're people that are vetted, cleared, screened, trained and approved by the government through licensing that are uh, in possession of firearms. There is no reason at all to punish these people, but they continue to pursue this uh, every day, it seems, uh, trying to. Trying to get more votes and uh, re-elect themselves. Uh, certainly, controlling the media has become a big thing as well uh, for this government. They're doing everything shady imaginable to try and get themselves back in for another term, and we just can't allow it. Folks. Well, and, and see, that's something we, we, I'm going to have to digress there a little bit. Mm -hmm. be, but it, it, it kind of makes me think of, well, they're, they're, if they get elected again, they want to move towards uh, um, Australian or New Zealand-type gun control take everything or take most as whatever they can get control the media mm -hmm. in, influ, influence and control <laughs> influence and control are they, are they influencers <laughs> Influ they're trying to be they're trying influence, to be. influence and control social media yeah and then what comes next I'm, I'm thinking okay trying to take the conspiracy hat off and, and not go all the skies falling all in one shot but or, is that a move towards a social credit system 
Like they're like that operate in other parts of the well, world. Well, this well, Justin Trudeau has expressed an admiration for the basic communism that goes on out in China. China, yeah. China, and the social credit you system. Know, you can't you cross you you jaywalk and you get a demerit point. Yeah, or whatever they yeah, call them. Yeah, you know, uh, folks. You know, if you're if you're thinking about voting liberal, what you're voting for uh, is is socialism. What you're voting for is, in my opinion. Uh, stepping in the direction of communism and anybody who's ever survived communism who's old enough to remember communism and the horrible byproducts that come along with it you know don't do it don't do it under the guise under the guise of liberal tolerance you know and and you know spread the love you know they're, they're fooling people into believing that they're going to be doing good things for this nation they're ruining it economically I believe they're ruining it socially as well I think that anybody that votes liberal at this point given the the evidence that we've seen of corruption and you know of, of misconduct uh, exhibited by Justin Trudeau and everybody connected to him uh, you're, you're being foolish you, you've been had uh, I really want to reach out to the gay community uh, certainly the L LGBT Q. I've lost track of all the letters. Um, you know, and I, and I, so I don't say that to make fun, folks, uh, but, but you know, though it's difficult to keep up some days. I have nothing but the utmost respect for the, uh, the gay community, and I just use the term gay uh, as a broad, sweeping term, and anybody that's offended by that, I really don't care. I'm doing my best. Uh, but I can tell you right now that if you don't know it by now, you're being used by the Trudeau government. They're using you. They know that there's a large voting population uh, buried within the gay community, and they will do and say anything Anything in order to get reelected. Uh, the truth is uh, that they will throw you under the wheels of the bus in a heartbeat. I think that if you examine their record carefully, you'll see that they've failed on every promise. Uh, they certainly haven't done uh, what I think are, well, any, anything good, quite honestly, for the gay community. Everything has been lip service and, uh, quite honestly, nothing, nothing more than uh, showboating. Uh, you know, showing up in pride parades, and, you know, acting like a fool, uh, you know, in front of the camera abroad. I, I don't want to believe that anybody would vote for Justin Trudeau uh, after after closely examining his behavior in the last four years. And, and I'm scrolling and kind of going through some some media here as we're talking and, and look what I come across from La Presse. Yeah. More Trudeau blackface photos may surface. Lubos, excuse me, liberals suspect, quote unquote, Foreign interference. Oh, of course. Right. Oh, the Russians how are. Long ago, how long ago did they, did they say that? It, it appears that three instances of confirmed blackface could just be the beginning, according to the press. A senior liberal source has confirmed that other images of the prime minister in black or brown makeup will likely go public soon. Furthermore, the press is reporting that liberals currently believe that "quote unquote" foreign interference. There's the excuse may be behind why photos have gone public showing the PM wearing blackface across roughly three decades. Doesn't matter where it came from. The fact is that it happened. Yeah, they, they, love, they love to use the smoke and mirror shell game in order to try and slither out of uh, any jam they get themselves into. Uh, the Liberal Party is the party of excuses, lame excuses, quite honestly. And I, oh, I'd be mistaken if I didn't bring up Bob Bertina. You know, quite honestly, oh. Bob Bertina from Hamilton, uh, our member of parliament out here. You are ashamed. You're, ashamed. you're, you're, you're a sad. Ashamed. You're a sad disappointment of a man. Uh, not not doing anything other than towing the party line. Bob, I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed Ph that you're from Hamilton. Philomena Tassi as well up in Washington. Yeah, you know Yep. And just there, ride the wave. And don't even and don't even get me started on. Uh, Miss climate change. I, I don't. I don't even want to get going on Catherine McKenna because, quite honestly, I, I, I. Well, she's from Ancaster. She's not really from Hamilton. 
though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so you got you got this group of people that have been misbehaving for the longest time they come up with every excuse in the book to try and get out of it and you know of course we're one month away from election I, I always like to fit this in before I forget uh, definitely get out there and talk to your family friends colleagues co-workers uh, get to any areas where you know you socialize and bring the subject up talk about politics folks it's really important this may be in fact the most important election in Canadian history Potentially could. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take it one step further and say right now, I know for a fact it is. If we have another term of Trudeau, uh, this company's going to, this company, this company in this country, yeah, it's going to end up in the shitter. The, the truth is, is that, you know, they're destroying, uh, you know, big business. They're taxing the hell out of people. Uh, the middle class is getting brutalized uh, with taxation. Carbon tax is coming. Gas prices are going up. If you think the cost of living isn't, everything will go go up with the carbon tax. Uh, I would suggest to you, without putting on a tinfoil hat, that this this government has done everything imaginable to damage this country and uh, its business. And of course, you know, you've got so many other things in there that you could speak about with people other than guns. I, I think it's really important to talk about the transgressions, the ethics commission violations, the, uh, you know, being... You know, being passed over by the RCMP, you know, like... I, I unvetted so, immigration. You know what? Unvetted immigration. And believe me, folks, we are pro-immigration, uh, pro-legal immigration here at the Canadian yeah. Gun Vault. I love... Oh, wait, we're racist, though, now, to liberals if we use the word legal immigration. We're, yeah, we're being well, racist. you know, you can call them irregular if you want to. The bottom line is, is the if people you people with the black on their face are calling us racist because we want it to be done legal. Well, you can't argue with crazy. And, and anybody that supports Justin Trudeau at this point is... In fact, I think meeting the clinical definition. Uh, you know, moving right back though to you know the gun announcement. You know, the idea that they would ban certain types of firearms and not others. I, I want this message to go out to uh, the traditional shooters out there, the people that engage in sporting clay, the hunters, uh, the gun collectors. If you think for one second that they're going to leave you alone, you are sadly mistaken. The truth is, is that they're working their way up to you. It's like that scene in Jaws where he's eating the rope and he's chomping his way up towards the boat, you know, and... Towards, you got, yeah, yeah, towards right? the old sailor. You got Ray Scheider there saying he's, he's, he's working his way up to us. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's... it's a How bun- do you remember all these movie lines from 45 years ago? Uh-huh, well, because I was a movie buff. I love, I love my movies. You were eight I love, years I, old I, when I that love, movie came I love out. great film. I, I'm really okay, looking... Okay, Jaws is not a great right? film. I, Jaws is, are you kidding? That's a, that that was. Don't a tell me it's a th- theatrical cinematic, cinematic masterpiece. Do I Jaws. need to get the stun gun? I'm gonna you know, get, like you know what? To settle I, down. All right, I'm telling you right now. Any, anything directed by that man is fantastic. I love I love his work. Uh, but no, but you got you got the traditional shooters that historically have been very relieved to find that they've been left alone by the government while they pursue uh, the tactical shooters, the black rifles. Uh, that can no longer be allowed to happen. If you're out there and you're a traditional shooter and you're relieved and you're willing to say things like there's really no need for black rifles anyway, uh, you you are an absolute ass and you don't realize what you're contributing to this uh, this game. You're, we need to be everybody needs to be a team player right now. That's you, simple as that. You got to be a team player more than ever. You only need to look to the Australian model to know that they'll be coming after bolt action rifles. They'll call them sniper rifles. They'll call them high energy uh, weapons and they'll start with bolt action rifles uh, if you think you're a hunter and it's going to be okay and and they're not going to bother with you i can tell you right now that just it's a very easy leap uh in logic 
to to know that somebody sooner or later is going to say, why do you need to kill animals? Anyway, well, it's a foot in the door. It's a can, foot in the door yeah, deal, you right? Can, you can go to the shopping center and get your meat that way. There's no need for you to hunt poor, innocent animals. I've talked about this extensively with podcast Brian. He firmly believes that the hunters are next. Uh, when they work their way up through the tactical rifles and then they get through all the semi-automatics, they're going to hit everything that's uh, with a detachable box magazine. They are going to work their way up to the hunting rifles. And if you think you got a shotgun and you're going to be okay, I can tell you right now that it won't be long before they start to put together the puzzle. That it's multiple projectiles launched with one pull of the trigger and technically meets the legal definition of an automatic weapon. Right? If you got yourself a side-by-side or an over and under, it's technically a semi-automatic. You're firing that second round without having to reload. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't clued in yet, they're coming after all of them. They like to divide us into little subgroups. It makes us easier to target. It certainly uh, increases the divisions within our community, which have always been, always been our, our weak point. And to all the gun lobbies out there that aren't getting along right now, now's the time I would tell you uh, to drop the petty differences and certainly move together and forward as, as one voice. Uh, certainly things have been made more difficult uh, with the introduction of a lawsuit between uh, two, of the, two of the groups. And I'm really disappointed, uh, at least in one of them. And I'm not going to pick on anybody, so I'm not going to say who it is. But the truth is, is that uh, you know, we've got two groups that should have never started an argument over something that was so dated, uh, so ridiculously insignificant during a time. And maybe if they had it communicated, could have worked it out. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But well, it, it, a- anyway, you've got these groups of people. Yep. You know that really should be getting along. Uh, I'd like to think that at the Canadian Gun Vault, we we accept we accept anybody that's intelligent, responsible, and respectful uh, of the opinions of others. And I love the idea of bringing everybody underneath one collective roof. I'm certainly not doing it to be a lobby group leader. Uh, we only have one paid lobby group leader in this country, as far as I know, uh, and I'm not and I'm not her. So I can tell you right now that uh, you know I've always called this an entertainment system that has you know some firearms advocacy over. Uh, it appears that we're a little more than that uh, to to many people, and uh, I really do appreciate your support. And it's been a fantastic journey leading up to this election. This is for all all the marbles, folks. This is this is the big one. Uh, get out there, speak to your friends, your family, your colleagues. Make sure you get everybody you know out to vote. Uh, they aren't going to stop at just semi-automatic rifles like the AR-15. Uh, people that's just the beginning. That's just that is just the beginning, and and people don't understand that I survived the mid-90s, and they told us the exact same line of shit that they're telling us now. We celebrate the strong heritage connected to uh, hunting and recreational target shooting, and we're going to work with those groups, and those people will be unaffected by this. We're only talking about weapons of mass murder. And and they, they pick on one group, and, and that's how they get us. They, they pick us off one group at a time. And so now's the time to throw all your weight behind your lobby group leaders, all your weight behind all members within the firearm community, uh, regardless of the discipline that they follow. Uh, I think that now now would be the time right, to come. Don't forward. get fooled by their word games because that's all it is. Yep. It's 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 abundantly clear to me that they're just playing the same old games and, and they're doing their best to make sure that we don't show up en masse 
and push back together. They, they saw that AR-15 purchase as a real scary item. It made them second guess uh, some things, folks. I, I have it on good word that that mass purchase, when there was uh, some talk of potentially banning AR-15s, when Tony Clement, uh, conservative member of parliament, said there's a secret plan to ban all firearms, he was absolutely right. All right, and, and that mass purchase of AR-15s and their lowers and their components had, had them second-guessing uh, whether or not it was going to cost them more votes than it was going to get them. And so they put some things on hold, and certainly uh, now the, um, the stimulation uh, was, was provided that they, they needed to do something to uh, take, take away from this blackface thing that they've got going on. I, I truthfully believe that we're going to win this election. I really do, because uh, with Justin Trudeau living the life the way he has, I imagine that more is coming, that we're going to see more examples from his past. We're going to see more examples well, yeah. of, of transgressions. And I really do hope that Canada wakes up and, and sees him for what he is, probably the most damaging influence Canada's ever seen. Well, and, and what if I... what? If I, what I just read a couple of minutes ago comes true, all he's going to be spending doing for the last two, three weeks is defending or deflecting um, all these the new garbage that comes up, and, and like you know he's going to be like an NHL goalie. Well, he's got time. He's not participating in any of the debates. Yeah, well, right. What like, is that, like, how does yeah that right. speaks for itself? You don't want to get there, take a beating, and have to defend any of your bullshit actions that has made Canada Canadians. Uh, look like idiots on the world stage, uh, has, has uh, taken more money out of the pockets of the middle class than I think anybody in recent history, and uh, deflects anything that, that has anything to do with something that's contrary to what they believe well, in. Well, if you, if you talk to Justin Trudeau, he'd say that he's done a lot for the middle class. I love the way they, they spew out those talking points and say that we've done so much. You know, if you reduced, if you initially reduced taxes by a couple of percent for the middle class, but then you raise it everywhere else to the point where it offsets it so horribly that you don't even realize the impact uh, that would have been, you know, enjoyed from that initial cut, then you really haven't cut taxes for the middle class. You're playing word games, and that's what this government it's does. It's not that he doesn't realize. I think it just... It, oh, he totally realizes it. He doesn't give a rat's ass. Yeah. No. He, right? He, trust fund, trust fund Jimmy over here. He doesn't... Him <laughs> and his... Him and, like, him and his... Him and his all his elite buddies, they don't care. They just try to make it look good. Well, you know, he knows I, it, like, come on. Well, if, if if he gets if he gets himself a second term in office, I, I truly do believe that this this country will never recover. I really do believe that it's there's a good yeah. there's a good possibility that Alberta will actually separate. I know that people think that that's impossible, but I, I think that people feel strongly enough about the subject of continuing on, uh, allowing this government to kind of lead. Uh, the direction that they take, I really do believe that uh, Mr. Join one of the northern states or something. I don't know. Yeah, northern Montana. I, uh, you know, as opposed to southern Montana. Yeah, it's well, just Montana. I know you went yeah, to Cathedral. Yeah, it's just Montana. Montana. <laughs> Why are you knocking my alma mater? Anyway, right. I, I, so, so we've got <laughs> we've got Justin Trudeau getting up there, and certainly he's taking his shot at gun owners. I, I really do want to encourage everybody uh, that I can to get out there and vote, see through the lies, help people, get out on to the Twitter feeds, uh, Reddit, all the forums, uh, Instagram, Facebook, any form of social media you can find uh, that is inhabited by, you know, liberals. And, and get out there and start to present the arguments in a controlled, composed way. Get out yeah. there and talk about it. This this preaching to the choir, like, I mean, it's, it's very easy to, to stand in a group of people that share the same opinion. It is 
more difficult. It, require, it requires courage to go to a place where you can be standing alone. <laughs> the staff room at work this week. Right, the staff room at work perhaps <laughs> this week. But go to those go to those liberal dominated sites and share your views. Share them with people that that may not understand what is transpiring. Share with them that he's not doing anything to impact crime, and share with them that your tax dollars are being wasted in so many areas beyond firearms. Uh, that, that that may share you know if you share with them. Uh, the subjects that may sway the moderates, the people that are in there that, you know, there's a lot of people that shoot guns that are liberal. If you've got people in there that are sitting on the fence, that don't want to vote conservative, talk to them. Talk to them about the future of the country. Tell them that they got to hold their nose and vote for what's best for the nation. But do it in, in a respectful way. Absolutely. Do it in an articulate way. Yep. And, and present an argument from the standpoint that maybe will give them a little bit of something to scratch their head and say, hey, maybe I need to look into that a little bit further. And remember, uh, for every one or two people that you're engaging in the conversation with, debate with, argument with, Again, stay composed, stay controlled, uh, always maintain your composure, uh, but remember that there are thousands of people that are just reading and watching, and even though they don't participate in the conversation, they look at the talking points. So it's really more important than ever that you uh, keep your cool, and if people are going to lose their minds and call you names and behave badly, please allow them to. Let them, yeah. Those, those people will show themselves for, for what they are. Uh, they're very unintelligent. Uh, people re are reduced to name calling when they have no other argument to go on. If, if or labeling. Or labeling. And and certainly there's more than enough ammunition, pardon the pun, yeah. to combat the stereotypes. Uh, you know, today's conservative is not a conservative. Today's conservative is actually yesterday's liberal. Yesterday, and, but uh, yeah. It's going back a, a couple decades at least yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We're talking about the today's today's liberal is not a liberal at all. No. No. I don't know what they are. They're an aberration of a socialist and, and I don't know what else. Communist, maybe? I don't know. Uh, well, I don't it's, know what. It, it's, got, it's gotten to the point now where something really needs to be done, folks. It's important we reach as many people as possible. Do that through hashtags. Don't use things that look like uh, a bot created because obviously... Uh, you know, great platforms like Instagram and Facebook are keying in on those things, uh, but get out there, uh, get on the forums, talk on the uh, talk on the feeds, uh, make your point known, and move on. And I really do believe that we're going to be uh, getting a lot more people on board using that method. Uh, instead of having your head down, reading uh, amongst people that all share the same opinion, get to those places where people do not. That's where we're going to have a greater impact, and that's where we need to go. But it's not. Uh, we're not going to end on doom and gloom, though. No, no. We're no. going to end on a, on a positive note. Okay, let's let's. What, what, it, what are we going to talk about? This positive. The TAC twelve is here. The TAC twelve. Oh yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know what? Did you think I wasn't going to let this podcast go without mentioning that? No. How long have we been waiting for that thing? Yeah, you know what? Uh, of all the uh, gun band talk, let's talk about the things we love. Let's talk about the things we're going to get to keep. Let's talk about the things that we're going to, you know, definitely enjoy over the course of the next few weeks for me personally. Uh, don't be got, greedy. Don't be, well, you know what? I'm going to spread it around a little bit. We've got... We're talking about a gun now. You know what? Trish... <laughs> Oh, God. Trigger, Trigger Wholesale has imported uh, what I consider to be uh, the very best M4 Benelli clone that I've seen yet. I, I've seen other ones in this country. And I'm not saying that they're not great guns, but this one got it absolutely right. 
I've I've felt the grip, and I mean, from the moment you pick this thing up, well, you can tell it's quality. It's got yeah. good, good weight on it, eight eight and a half pounds, uh, coming very close to the real deal. Uh, that's usually my first my first indication. The second thing is the rubberized grip. It doesn't have that hard plastic. No, it does not grip, and, and certainly that that uh, sterile sort of feel. It's got that warm rubbery grip that really helps soak up the recoil. I'm really enjoying this gun. Yeah, I mean, what, what was it Wednesday? You called me or you yeah. texted me on the way back, and it's like. Maybe at the so at the aforementioned Hamilton Gun Club. So I, I throw some my bag in the back and some ammo. Went running up there to, to meet you in the parking lot, and, and you bust this thing out, and it's like, all right, let's have some fun. Yeah. And it comes with choke two, system. Two choke. Well, the up the upgraded level two choke system, two stocks. Yeah. And I think that was eight hundred. Yeah. They, they, well, they they have a basic kit that comes <clears> with a multi choke system, and you get your Benelli. Uh, M4 clone, the TAC-12, uh, made by Saloon, and uh, that's... It that's, fits all aftermarket I, I, Benelli parts. Yeah, it's it's OEM compatible, folks. Yep. It's inertia-driven. Uh, it's not it's not any other type of system other than the one that was originally intended to be used in that gun, which really does a great job of soaking up recoil and uh, yep. allowing you to get that next shot and it, off fast. And, it's, and it's, I was going to say it's fast. It's we, fast. We asked to do a special, a, a, a little unique type of test up there so we loaded up what five rounds yeah yeah and, and we were given permission on on a special part of the range and there was nobody around to rip them off as as fast as we could it, and that grip you, you're not going anywhere yeah well a couple a couple things uh one we use light target loads which typically uh tend to jam in fresh uh new yeah, skeet loads. shotgun skeet loads we were using skeet loads and you know that that's really for me that's kind of a litmus test of, of how reliable the gun's going to be. Yeah. When you take a brand new semi-automatic inertia-driven shotgun and you feed it, you know, very light target loads and it cycles everything reliably, that's a great sign. Uh, that, that was my first hit. Secondly, it fires fast. It that, does. that reset is is beautiful. I watched young Coda uh, over there yeah. at Trigger. Even even a novice uh, could shoot that thing fast. I think I think he, I think, he, I think, he, <laughs> he pushed him. He was but, standing straight up and down. Yeah, he, he, he forgot to have a little weight over his we, toes we, there. We, we need to work on Coda's form a little bit. Yeah. He's, a, he's a new shooter. He's brand new to the community. He's a great kid. Uh, I love this guy. And uh, he got up there and you know just smile on his face. Definitely makes it all worthwhile for me I love <laughs> I love seeing new shooters shoot yeah he just rocked he stood straight up almost so so back to the gun though like so we got this gun okay the finish is good uh, it's got ghost ring sights set up that's separate from the Plicatinny uh, rail Big mountains rail, yeah. yeah so I mean it's 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 as close to the real gun as I've seen yet. Uh, there is for a, a third of the price. Yeah, for a third of the price. And it, it's got a, a stock that's a little bit different. I was about to say that. The yeah. stock is the same, but you don't have to do that little that twisting cockamamie with yeah. the, the twist and pull. It, it, it just slides back and forth, which is pretty much what everybody's used to with any yeah. other adjustable stock. Right? Yeah, you know, like it's it's not that I'll ever knock the Benelli M4, the actual Benelli, uh, but I actually don't like the the twisting camming yeah, I, yeah. motion of that stock. It, it's it's that. solid it's solid, but I'm not I'm not I'm not an enormous fan of the way it cams and, and some of the guesswork that it generates. Uh, I, I do like the one though that uh, you find on the TAC twelve by Sullivan. And uh, I, I I really had a good time shooting it. Uh, we did find it 
to be very reliable. It's got six plus one magazine capacity. I'm at told. two and three, using at two and three quarter shells. Two and three quarter shells. Uh, it, it has a three inch chamber. Uh, there is the basic kit, which comes with the multi choke system, and then there's an advanced kit uh, that they're going to be selling for a hundred dollars more. Yeah. So the basic kit is seven hundred dollars. I'm told the. Um, um, MSRP is going to be 700 The advanced kit is going to be 8 and you get actually a set of mobile chokes. Five so extra chokes, five, yeah. Five extra mobile chokes, which, which are color-coded and beautiful, anodized uh, chokes. The colors are so pretty. Yeah, really. really well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's nice when you can say, give me green. You know, like I, I really do like the mobile chokes. And of course, it comes up with a muzzle brake as well. Breacher uh, muzzle. With door door breacher style yeah. muzzle brake flash hider. Which we tried to shoot skeet with. Well, you know what? It actually works really well on the right. skeet range. Yeah. I, was, I was kind of surprised. The ghost ring sights work well. Uh, you know, for those of you that haven't tried ghost ring sights before, they really do help you pick up on your target quickly uh, to get off those second and third shots really fast. So I'm I'm really looking forward and, to and don't forget the the upgrade it comes with a fixed stock as well. Yeah, you get the the you get the addition of a fixed stock coming with it as well. So for a hundred extra bucks, you get a fixed stock muzzle brake, flash hider, door breaching, uh, mobile chokes. And it's got sling swivels too, I believe. Yeah, well, I, I imagine I imagined it would because I mean this is this is a, essentially this is a. Uh, complete clone of the M4 yeah, Minelli shotgun. Yeah. yeah, there's really there's really not too much that's different about it. And uh, the weight's good, the finish is great, like I said, and uh, this this is, in fact, the best one I've seen yet. And I yeah. think for the price, it's going to be tough. Well, to either beat. price point is, is you get extreme value for the dollar. Yeah. At, either, at either price point, I think. There's, there's a few places that... Um, people might see on social media have been posting this week. I'm not sure if I should say them or not, um, but we'll just leave it at that. I mean, it's it, you know, if you, if you got anybody who follows any of the gun sites, just do a little bit of scrolling and it's on their main page and you'll see it there. Well, you know, in addition to being an absolutely fantastic gun, the good people at Trigger Wholesale have uh, been generous enough to give yep. up uh, several units for a draw. Starting and, very soon. Right, starting very shortly. We're gonna be uh, assisting them with the facilitation of a draw. And we've done we've done some things already. We've got some preliminary groundwork laid. Uh, we've been doing some skill testing questions throughout the main feed and the storyline that people answer to accumulate points that multiply their number of entries. That's what I was gonna say. In the event that people haven't seen it, how can they get in on the on the on the on the on the draw? On well, the draw and what do they yeah. need to do and everything. Okay right? folks, we're gonna be giving away several um, of these M4 Benelli clones, right? It's uh, probably probably to the tune of four of them. We want to give away one a week leading up to the election yeah. is, is the plan. And again, the good people at Trigger Wholesale have been generous enough to offer up these units and uh, get them out to the public. We're just helping with the facilitation of the draw. And I can tell you that we're going to have people go to our website uh, to get a free complimentary ticket uh, for the draw, and you can do that by going free. To yeah, the the, fir the 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 first ticket is free. Uh, we are going to be giving uh, away three additional tickets with every purchase of our official merchandise from the website. So if you buy, if you buy a T-shirt, you get three more tickets. You buy so a couple hang items, on. you get three more tickets. So hang on. So uh, someone could invariably enter this contest without buying merchandise on a free ticket and win a $700 gun. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But if I just want, wanted to clarify that. Yeah, I wasn't sure that yeah. you were saying, so I wanted to make sure everyone, you know, it came across that way. Yep. And you know what? We, we wanted we wanted to do it that way and we figured we'd give people uh, additional chances to win if they wanted to buy some of our merchandise, purchase, uh, you know, a t-shirt, a hat, a coffee cup, a tumbler. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of luck with the uh, new FN Made in Canada shirts. and oh, of the, course, the, the OD course, green. Right? And, and, 
I got one of those. Yeah, they're like awesome. Yeah, yeah. So comfortable. And what a great, it's a great uh, that was a, that, on there. That's our homage to yeah. that great Canadian homage. battle rifle, the C1A1. If you, you haven't used seen it right, those, too. I'm yeah, surprised. Like Good that. for you. I like that. I, I, I used, can, it, can, used it appropriately in a sentence. You know Congratulations. What? I, I can, I, you know what? I can, I can <laughs> silent. I could use a silent H in a sentence. Screw you. All right, no. So, so we, we've got we've got we've got a number of different items up there, including our new Molen Labe. Come and get it. Uh, you with know, the AR. Uh, yeah, with the AR-15. Uh, we've got we've got some great new merchandise coming out. We've had, of course, the uh, the addition of those two items. If you buy uh, any one of our uh, items from our online store, you get three additional entries. And then, of course, if you answer the skill testing questions correctly, uh, based on a point system, we're going to be multiplying your number of entries. So we're keeping track of that, and we're going to make sure that uh, for the people that are watching very closely and are seeing what we're doing, uh, we're going to give them an opportunity to improve their chances to win one of these uh, beautiful uh, M4 Benelli clones in the TAC-12. And I, I think whoever um, the eventual winners are, you are not going to be disappointed. Yeah. Not because you want it for because you you got one free ticket or because maybe you got three extra free tickets because you bought a t-shirt or a hat or, or a mug or, yeah. or whatever. It, it, it's just a solid piece of equipment. Like it it, it, it's bang for the buck. It's a solid piece of equipment. You're going to have fun with it. You're going to want to bring it to the range every time you go skeet shooting or whatever. Yeah. Let your buddies try it. Like it's just, it's it's such a nice gun. I'm, I'm getting one for sure. I'm absolutely 100% getting one. I Oh yeah. Yeah, like folks, believe me, I, I see a lot of guns. Uh, I've already communicated my intentions and how... <laughs> <laughs> How some, a certain individual is make, making it very difficult for me to do other things financially because of the product that keeps coming in. <laughs> the great, the great guns that keep coming in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to be doing our uh, draw and announcing the actual uh, first draw date very shortly. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably going to be released within uh, 24 hours of this uh, going out there to air. Keep your eyes uh, peeled. Keep your eyes peeled, folks. Keep a close eye on our storyline. Encourage all your friends to watch. Remember, if your buddy wins it, you get to use it too. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. So anyway, folks, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Coach Nick, for joining me Thanks tonight. Thanks for being here. Hope everybody has a great week and a great weekend and enjoy these last few days of summer. Right on. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, folks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.